it is episode motherfucking 14, and Miriam's not even fucking here. She's off gallivanting in Spain, leaving me here to fend for myself, but it's fine because I love her and she's celebrating her new job. But why don't I just let her explain herself for why she's not here in this momentous day, episode 14. Um, okay, here we go. Oh, guys, I recorded a really cute thing, but then it got cut off in the middle and I feel like I lost my flow. But anyway, um, you might be wondering why I'm not on today's episode of SMH Pod. It's because I'm going to Spain. Um, I got a job offer last week and I know I should probably shouldn't talk about it because nothing's set in stone yet. I haven't started work yet, but... I got really excited and I figured they want me to start really soon. This is really my last chance to go on like kind of a long vacation before I start because, you know, first six months of a new job, you don't want to leave for a long time. Um, so I'm decided to buy tickets to Spain. I literally bought tickets two days ago and I'm going today in a few hours about to get a pedicure before and then I'm going to be on my way. Oh, and Chipotle. I'm going with my little sister. We're going to southern Spain. So that includes Sevilla, Cordoba. Granada, and then we're gonna do a little detour to Ibiza because why the fuck not? So I hope I'm gonna come back with a lot of crazy stories for you guys. Um, as I mentioned, I'm about to get a pedicure, and that actually reminded me of a story that I think Ariel will really appreciate. Um, one time, I really balled out and spent like seventy bucks on a pedicure because I was upset with my ex. We were fighting a lot, and um, I shouldn't have been talking to him because he was my ex at that point anyway. But he said he would get me a pedicure and then he didn't. One of many um, promises broken. So I decided, fuck that. I don't need this like scrub to buy me a pedicure. I can buy my own pedicure. And so I balled out and got like this dead sea salt pedicure at the salon that I love that I'm actually about to go to. And um, it felt obviously like it was fine. It was a pedicure. It felt good. And then a few days later, I was walking around the city with uh, open toed shoes and a guy came up to me and my friend and asked me for directions. We kind of had a little back and forth. He was definitely like kind of a weirdo, uh, drunk New York City person. And then at the end of our interaction, he was just like, you have beautiful feet. And normally that would have really grossed me out and I would have felt really violated. But that actually, I was really happy to hear that because I had spent so much money on that pedicure. So I was glad someone else noticed. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's basically everything I wanted to hit you guys with. I hope I get to come back, as I said, with a lot of great stories for you guys. Um, and I'll probably post to the gram asking for tips because why not? Um, yeah, so sorry for missing this week. Next week is going to, we're going to make it up to you. I'll do something like really crazy while I'm in Spain and we'll talk about it. So, um, but if my mom's listening, don't worry, I'll still take care of Sophie. That's my sister who I'm traveling with. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm just excited. I kind of lost my train of thought. It's kind of weird to record without Ariel because we have that cute little back and forth thing that we have going, that little dynamic. Um, but yeah, uh, how many more times can I say Amar Ah today? Okay, bye.
Okay, so just as Miriam landed in Spain, she messaged me some juicy gossip. So I already know she's got one story stored up. Uh, I haven't listened to that message that she left in a while, so I'm like recording this before re-listening to it, if you know what I mean. Um, But when I listened to it for the first time, I thought it was super cute, and uh, I hope you guys did too. Okay, so I am recording this solo this week, as I've mentioned various times. All right, relax, like it was only, this is only my second time. And instead of doing a normal news roundup, I'm going to stray from our typical episode and answer a bunch of questions. But I know you guys have really been wanting to know how I sold one pair of dirty underwear. One of my dear friends told me that I should say used underwear because dirty isn't sex positive, but it literally is dirty underwear. Like, I need to wash it or I might get a yeast infection. I don't know. Okay, so just because I love to edge you, I'm not going to start off telling you how I sold the dirty undies. I'm going to start off with a question. Here we go. Hey, Ariel, relatively recent follower here. A while ago, you touched on guys being nervous or getting anxiety during sex. Was wondering how you as a girl perceived that and what they slash you've done to overcome it. Also, I heard it can happen to women, question mark. Okay, what did we do to overcome it? Or no, first question, how did I perceive it? Well, I'm very smart and I understand what men are going through. It's really embarrassing when they can't perform, Um, but... Being that I'm aware that this is something that men experience, um, I make them feel comfortable. And I'm like, hey, it's okay. Don't worry. I just try and make them less anxious about what's going on. Um, And sometimes, you know, they just can't finish or like I'll give them oral, even if they haven't given me oral, which is kind of fucked up. So I'm trying not to do that anymore. Um, Then again, I haven't had sex in like two months. So fuck me, right? Like, please, literally, fuck me. Anyway, what we've done to overcome it, yeah, just, you know, talking through it. But weirdly enough, this past year, or, like, after I stopped hooking up with this guy that I was with for a while and then I, like, fucked shit up, um, I was hooking up with basically only dudes who, um, whose penises didn't work. Or no, even before him, too. I had this one, one amazing penis, and I lost it, and I really regret it, but whatever, it might not have led me to the hot doctor today. So, like, honestly, where would I be? Thank you, um, good dick man. Anywho, um, I thought God was, like, punishing me. And mind you, I don't believe in God, but I really thought that God was punishing me um, and trying to sh- or tell me that I should stop having sex because none of these boys' penises would stay hard enough to actually fuck me. Um, so I was really frustrated and I think I was just trying to work with the dudes like, what can I do to help you? Um, so yeah, I mean, literally the answer to everything is open, honest communication. So that's how I would overcome that happening to women. So yes, we, or I take that back happening to women. Does this happen to women? Can it happen to women? Okay, in regards to this happening to women, I'm going to be talking about this in terms of a cis-bodied woman who doesn't get erections. Um, So 
the thing for us is that if we're anxious and feeling self-conscious, we won't orgasm. And I've talked about this a lot on the podcast and so many women have DM'd me asking like, why can't I orgasm? What's wrong with me? Why, why do I have this mental block? And the way to overcome that is to go to therapy. I really don't think that a partner can help you overcome that because if you can't orgasm, what it means is that you're afraid to be vulnerable with someone else. This is all my opinion and my therapist's opinion for me specifically. Um, and the best way to, I guess, reach self-actualization and like be confident in yourself is by working through your self-esteem issues, getting to the root of the problem um, in therapy. So I'm a huge advocate of that. Yes, it definitely has to do with the fact that both of my parents are therapists. Um, but yeah, take it from me. If you can't orgasm, either get a sex therapist or a psychoanalyst. Psychotherapy is Z-bomb. All right, check on that one. Question number two. So the other night I downloaded the Calm app for the first time and was listening to Stephen Fry talk about Province, which is one of the sleep stories on the app. I was lying on my side, not thinking sexy thoughts at all. I was still awake at the stage but feeling sleepy. I started getting this really weird feeling in my feet that sort of like when you're having an orgasm, your feet feel like they're going to burst. Anyway, it kept happening until I had an orgasm like 30 seconds later. I find it pretty difficult to fully orgasm most of the time, so it was a pleasant surprise, lol. But I don't know why it happened, and I was wondering if you guys could talk about it or ask some of your followers if this happened to them. I find it odd how I wasn't asleep, wasn't feeling turned on, and wasn't touching myself. Also, could you keep this anonymous if you do talk about it, please? I keep everything anonymous, so don't worry, baby girl. Um, oh my god, I'm getting so many texts. I'm so popular. Oh, fuck. So much noise. <sighs> Okay, let's backtrack. Um, Okay, the feeling in your feet, they're going to burst. That does not happen to me um, when I orgasm. But I guess what you mean, like the sensation of like feet curling, your toes curling. Um, So I looked into this, and the closest thing that I found was something called foot orgasm syndrome, but it doesn't sound exactly like what you're talking about, but I'm just going to let everyone know. So Dr. Marcel D. Waldinger, a Dutch Dutch neuropsychiatrist, investigated the relationship between orgasms and feet. So he recently published this case of a woman who felt spontaneous orgasms in her left foot like five or six times a day, and it was when she wasn't sexually aroused. Sometimes it happened when she had sexual contact with her husband, and when she first experienced an orgasm in her genitals, which then was followed by an orgasm in her left foot, specifically left foot. So, extensive extensive investigation by Dr. Waldinger and his coworkers made it plausible that this that the brain of the woman could not differentiate which information came from her left foot and which information came from her genitals. As a result, the brain decided that sensory information from the left foot was identical to the information from the vagina. Thus, the brain translated information from the foot as being an orgasm. If you listen to um, the fetish episode or nipples, I honestly don't know, so you should just binge watch all of them and rate, review, and subscribe. Um, I actually talked about um, the sensory, um, imaging, or when these women were hooked up to fMRIs, the sensory images in their brain, when they're 
feet were touched was the same as when their genitals were stimulated. So, like, that kind of makes sense. Anyway, um, I thought this was just a really interesting question, which is why I wanted to share. Not that I have anything really valuable to add. So, on to the next one. How do you handle STD paranoia when hooking up with randos? You're not paranoid. Like, you should be, I think that's just being cautious and smart. Um, So I don't think you need to handle your paranoia unless like you just didn't give me enough information and maybe this is an unhealthy paranoia, but the way to handle it is to be safe, get checked, have your partners get checked, always wear condoms, okay? Um, Not so weirdly, but the rate of women who have IUDs and who are on birth control has risen and the rate of STIs has also risen, And I think the answer or the reason behind that is that for some reason, our generation isn't so concerned about STDs, STIs. Um, They're more concerned with getting pregnant. So if they know that a woman or even if it's on the woman's own accord, if they know that the woman is on birth control or the trans man is on birth control, then they're not at risk for pregnancy, and so then why even use a condom? Because they're not thinking about the STD. So all in all, wear a fucking condom. Don't be fucking dumb. That being said, the first time I didn't use a condom, I got an STD, but that's an, a story for another day. I don't know when that day will come, but it will. Okay, question number, whatever number this is. I don't know why I wrote this in all caps on my computer, but so now I'm going to say it in all caps. Have you ever thrown up after an orgasm? It happened to me today. My vision and hearing went out right before and my whole body was sweating. Not sure if it's normal. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's normal either. I don't know. I think that you should go to a doctor because I don't know about that. Sorry, that really sucks. Maybe it was just such a good orgasm that it like made you vomit. I don't know. Okay, on to the next. Tips for gaining confidence in bed when I don't even have any outside of it. Yeah, that's really sad. But, I mean, anyone who doesn't have confidence outside of the bedroom is not going to have confidence inside of the bedroom. And this goes back to my answer for um, one of the other questions is to go to therapy. That's how you repair your self-esteem and you fill the holes in it. Um, No pun intended. Just kidding. Pun totally intended. And yeah, like I know that when I can finally orgasm with a partner, therapy will be over for me. Like I will have, my therapist will have done his job. Um, Although you didn't actually say that you have trouble orgasming, but I can only imagine it if you're self-conscious, you have like a guard up and you feel uncomfortable and therefore you're tense and like can't let your guard down and orgasm. So yeah. All right. Next one. Suggestions for when I lose my virginity, question mark. He's the sweetest boy, and I know he really loves me. Um, I guess it's nice that you included those last bits. I don't feel like that's very important for you to lose your virginity. Like, I mean, do you love him? You know? Why are you having sex with him? Do you, you can have sex with whoever you want. You don't need to wait for the special person who treats you really well, whatever. I mean, of course you want someone who treats you with respect, but like, I don't know. When I lost my virginity, it was to some rando who had a literal coke addiction. He went to rehab for it um, right after I had, I lost my virginity to him and I uh, never spoke to him again. That's a fucking lie. I did speak to him again. When he messaged me, I was 
on a bus on my way to Camel Beach while I was at fat camp and he messaged me and he was like apologizing because he was going through his 12 step program and he was on the one where he has to apologize to people who he guess like make amends to people who he thinks he has harmed so he was like I shouldn't have taken your virginity you should have done it with someone who you loved etc etc I was like no dude you don't get it like that was the best thing that ever happened to me honestly it might be um Okay, back to suggestions. I think the biggest suggestion, my biggest tip, the one rule is to have a condom and be safe. And if anything hurts you, be vocal about it. Sex isn't supposed to hurt, but if it's your first time, it might feel like you're breaking your hymen unless it's already broken. Um, And use lube. Lube will really, really help. It doesn't mean that you're like an old fucking dry-ass lady. It's just that lube makes everything feel better. So, yeah. It's, like, really hot in here. I wish Miriam was here because I'm off my fucking roll in a bad way. Okay. (sighs) I'm, like, talking really fast. Do you guys feel that? How long have I recorded? 15 minutes? Okay, this is going to be a short one, and you better all fucking listen to it and leave a review, or I don't even know what I'm going to do. Honestly, this is probably going to have the least reviews because Miriam's not here. Where I'm so sad. I can't stop like race. I'm ta- I'm like talking so fast. I'm getting even hotter and just like uncomfortable and I need to chill down. I'm like, whew, speaking of, <laughs> I just started listening to Call Her Daddy. And at first I was like, oh my God, these bitches are horrible people. Um, but they're amazing and incredible. And I think partly why I was postponing listening to it so much is because I was jealous that people liked them. And um, I had to put my ego aside and realize that I'm a totally different person and entity than these two women and that I shouldn't compare ourselves, um, myself to them. So I highly recommend listening to it. They're hilarious, but keep in mind that a lot of what they say is very bitchy and manipulative. Granted, they know this about themselves, so like more power to them. Also, Alex Cooper vlogs, and I just, I, I need her to know that I think that her editing skills are fucking incredible and I'm very impressed and you know I just want to follow in their footsteps and sell my podcast to some company so that I can have money and fame you know it's like what everyone wants really I mean I guess some people don't okay 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 okay. dirty underwear and I mean I literally sell dirty underwear because I'm poor I'm not that poor but like I don't know I guess it was a thrill of it okay over when I was recovering from my breast reduction surgery I was just like on the couch swiping everyone right on tinder um and like just mass swiping right this first started out I mentioned this on the pod a while ago that I liked waking up in the morning with a ton of messages from dudes because I'm horrible and then not answering them um But so then I started, I changed my bio and I was like, okay, I'm just going to fuck with people, see what I can do, scope it out. Who wants to buy my dirty underwear? Who wants a nude? You know, let's see what's going on. So at first in my bio, it was like, um, actually, I don't remember the order of it, but these are the things that I tried to entice people. So you don't want to, you don't want to put in your bio, um, like, send me $5, see what happens, like Miriam did when she got banned. Um, but what you want to do is is have some bait. So it was like, swipe right if you want to spoil me. 
and people would swipe right and I would only talk to those who messaged me first like I wasn't soliciting it if you know what I mean um so they would message me or on tinder you can like like someone's bio and then I would say oh you like my bio like you want to spoil me blah 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 and most people were like yeah I want to spoil you and I'm like how and they're like by letting you suck my dick or like some stupid shit like that so obviously there are no and some people will pretend like they have money and then they're like oh no just kidding like I can't I'm not gonna fucking spoil you motherfucking dumbass bitch they weren't really like that I don't know why I'm saying that I'm just like I don't know hot whatever okay moving on um so that like you know you get people interested they have an idea of what you're talking about Um, and then you just kind of are like, okay, so you want to do this? Let's, what's going on? Then I made, then I made my bio a list of emojis. And I also already said this in the last podcast, but, um, you guys clearly don't listen to it since you were messaging me on Horgasmic, begging me to tell you how I sold it. So fuck you. And I don't even know why I'm telling you my fucking secrets. My secrets to success, even though like I literally have only done this once. Anyway. So the emojis were a red rose because red rose apparently stands for sex workers or indicates you're a sex worker. So red rose, um, the bikini emoji to stand for underwear, the squirt emoji for like, I don't know, like wet, dirty, and then um, the money cash face and then another red rose. So some people would message me like, oh, what does your bio mean? And I say, guess, blah, 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 blah. And then, um, and then after that, I changed it to swipe right if you want to spoil me. Or did I already say that one? I guess I, can't, I don't remember which one went first. And there might have been another one. But so anyway, I actually only talked to one guy who bought my underwear. And so my rate was one pair for $40 and then two for 70 Just I was making them up like arbitrarily. And he was into it. So what I did was I wore them for a day and a half, kind of, because I was at home. Like, I wasn't, you know, I was just being a gross slob recovering. But if I had worked the next day, I would have changed my underwear. But so I wear them for this period of time. And then I also masturbated in them. And so what I mean by that is, like, um, like I use my fingers over my underwear a little bit. But then I just, I masturbated um without the underwear like just my hand underneath and then after I came I like shoved the underwear like while it was on me up in my vagina so it kind of like soaked up some of the fluids dear god I hope no one in my family is listening to this right now I feel like this is way more graphic than need be even though my siblings do know that I sold this because I don't know I think it's cool um so I think that's all the info I have Follow me at Horgasmic. Follow SMHPod at SMHPod on Instagram. Write in at thesmhpod at gmail.com. All of this info is in our bio Instagram. Um, you can also just go to my Instagram account, Horgasmic, and find the link to SMHPod there. Rate, review, subscribe. Post that you're listening to this on your stories. We'll share it. Isn't that cool? Like, I think so. I don't know about you. All right, I really got to end this. I can't wait for Miriam to come back. I can't believe I have to go edit this now and listen to my fucking rambles. Okay, bye.